Welcome back to the greatest music NFT podcast show. I am your host, Beaks Vibe, and this is your number one source for all things Web3 music and music NFTs. And we've got a great one for you this week. Spotify has come out and rolled out a new Web3 token gated playlist feature, which we will break down and talk about, as well as the month of February has wrapped up for the year of 2023. And so we have a new segment that we will try that we are going to pilot this week for the Greatest Music NFT Podcast Show, in which we will highlight and cover the top 10 best-selling music NFT projects of the month of February. And of course, that is courtesy of Billboard and Billboard Pro, which is the new Billboard biz side of their publishing. And so I'm going to be directly referencing their article for that content. So let's get into it. So last week, Spotify rolled out a very interesting new pilot feature that it is testing. And it is a token-gated playlist in which they have kind of tapped a few, you know, very specific Web3 artists, um, one of which is Kingship. Whether If you're not familiar with Kingship, they are... They're kind of like the new take on the gorillas, if you will. They're four bored apes, NFTs that have come together to make a super group. There's a bunch of major uh, major label signed acts behind the four bored ape NFTs, um, one of which being Hitboy, who's you know a huge producer, and a couple others that I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But you know they've got this kind of major industry tie-in, of course, which is the major takeaway from that. And so... You know, you're starting to see some of the Web2 industry, what should we call them, uh, constituencies uh, now starting to, you know, do a little bit more dabbling into the Web3 world. So what is this Spotify token-gated playlist? I mean, of course, the headline reads that it's very cool. And essentially, holders of the projects that are being part of this feature, you know, if they hold one of these NFTs, it's on the Ethereum blockchain. They can then connect their wallet to Spotify, and if they hold that NFT, it'll permit them access to these exclusive playlists. Now, as somebody who understands the power of getting into the playlisting world from the creator standpoint, from the artist or the music producer standpoint, you know, playlists are all very important because getting your song into a playlist is like hitting the lottery ticket of just like the money printer. It's like constant automatic streams hitting your song day in, day out, you know, because that's really the big bear of like trying to generate income through streaming royalties, right? It's like constantly getting new audiences, new listeners to listen to your song over and over and over again and kind of regenerating that streamable listen so that you can continue to generate you know, income and revenue from your songs. And so when you get into a playlist and especially a popular playlist, um, that can really do some wonders for the streaming numbers. Now, it's really interesting to see the kind of unique value proposition being offered here that the playlist, the ex- kind of quote unquote exclusive playlist offering is not actually to the content creator, but it's to the fan. So it's kind of like an about face on who is it valuable to, right? Like, you know, the playlists were usually always available to anybody that wanted to listen to a playlist. And it was on the artist side of trying to get into that playlist that was was very scarce, very valuable. Now, 
the playlist in it of itself is very exclusive because, you know, Spotify is only kind of testing this with the select few Web3 artists in particular. So that's kind of already figured out. And so, you know, I guess my question to myself as I think out loud here is, is the community of these Web3 artists not able to stream this music anywhere else? Or is it the just kind of exclusive access is the benefit here where, hey, I get access to this playlist that no one else gets access to. And the exclusivity of that feature is what is generating some more of that streamable listening um, that I guess Spotify is looking for. Either way, it's pretty interesting seeing Spotify testing some direct wallet connection features. And this is something that's kind of been a percolating thought, you know, is as much as we see kind of the Web3 startups that want to be kind of, let's say, the quote-unquote next Spotify, there's always been this, well, what happens if the Web2 you know, institutional players start to just build in Web3 features and integrate Web3 features into their already kind of built around and moded service offerings that they provide, which obviously Spotify has a huge market share and competitive advantage in in that sense. And so for them to just kind of metaphorically speaking, you know, flip that switch where they can start going into tapping into the Web3 world, it's very interesting to kind of see how that'll shape up with kind of the consumer demand and the behavior of who wants to listen to what and where and what that kind of access and exclusivity looks like going forward. That's enough about that, you know, so let's get into this top 10 list of kind of the highest grossing selling music NFT projects in the month of February. And again, once again, this is courtesy of Billboard Pro, who puts out these monthly articles and I eat them up. And so I figured, you know, this is kind of great content for a podcast. I feel like if anyone isn't getting this in the written form, you know, this is shining a light on the community, right? This is showing who are the biggest players kind of in the music NFT space this month in terms of real money coming in and going out. And so I thought, you know, if you haven't heard of these projects, it might be interesting for you to uh, look into. So coming in at number 10, and I'll be the first to admit I've never heard of this group. um, And so that might be shameful on my own behalf. But I'm not proud of that, but it is what it is. So number 10, we have Warp Sound. Their monthly trading volume is coming in at 11.09 ETH. That's 18,365 US dollars. And so that's where we're starting at top 10, you know, 18,000, almost $20,000 in trading volume for music NFTs. Not bad. Warp Sound is the biggest music NFT project ever in terms of trading volume since launching in January 2022. The collection of AI generated music and animated characters have earned more than 6,000 ETH in volume. That's approximately $7.3 million. The project recently announced plans to launch playable versions of its characters in the Sandbox Metaverse, the Sandbox being a huge metaverse that is very popular. So that's number 10. Coming in at number 9, Tyco, The Science of Patterns, monthly trading volume, $19,000, and that all came 100% from primary sales. So there you go, $19,000 primary sales music NFTs. Electronic producer Tycho reissued his 20-year-old EP, The Science of Patterns, in February as a digital release for the first time. As a twist, the record is only available as an NFT through Tycho's Web3 fan club portal. So that's pretty cool, a unique little twist on the accessibility of the you know old project that's been reinvented, repackaged, and brought into the Web3 world. So shout out to Tycho. 
Number eight, we have my guy, Sammy Ariaga, Metagirl Remix featuring Nessie the Rilla. Now, I love, I have a special place in my heart for Sammy Ariaga. I'm in this guy's spaces, uh, Twitter spaces, of course, all the time. He's definitely been a great source of inspiration to me personally in terms of you want to, like, when you're talking about you want to look at an artist who's in the Web3 space and you want to look at the blueprint of what to do, how to provide value, how to connect with your community, how you connect with your artists, or I mean, with your fans and artists, Web3 artists alike. I mean, this guy is single handedly writing the playbook. So big shout out to Sammy Ariaga. And great to see his name on this on this list this month. So monthly trading volume for the Metagirl Remix, 30 ETH. That is approximately $49,000. I mean, I'm sorry, $49,680. So about 50 large. Primary sales, and that's all primary sales. So there you go. Following in Snoop's footsteps, independent country artist Sammy Ariaga also launched an open edition on Sound.xyz. In February, aiming to beat Snoop Dogg's $10,000 or 10,000 sales, I'm sorry, with a series of NFT incentives. So, yeah, we haven't talked about the open editions yet, but kind of as the name might or might not imply, it's kind of just a more affordable version of NFT. So, a much, you know, cheaper and there's a lot more of them. And so, rather than kind of going on the very, very exclusive only 10 NFTs, but they all might be, you know, higher priced. This is like, you know, mint as many as you can, mint as many as you want, um, and trying to kind of align different incentives. So maybe rewarding whoever mints the most gets this and that kind of thing. And so kind of just a different, you know, listen, it's all about marketing, right? I mean, one of the, if you ever took a marketing class and I'm sure you heard about the four P's of marketing and one of those P's is price. So kind of your pricing power, your pricing position um, very important to the way that, you know, you affect the direct consumer behavior of how they view the product that you're offering. All right, coming in at number seven, because I'm doing this list in backwards order to the way the article was written, is Snoop Dogg XYZ. So, you know, Snoop Dogg, if you know or don't know, you know, Snoop Dogg's kind of big into the Web3 space. You know, shout out to Snoop's son. I think Snoop's son has really kind of been one of the main forces over there that's helped Snoop get into and assimilate into the Web3 world and it's really cool to see kind of a an OG of the web2 music scene staying active and always continuing to reinvent himself whether he's advertising corona beer commercials or uh you know dropping open editions on sound.xyz you can always catch Snoop Dogg doing something cool so that's number 7 and the month oh let's not forget the money here monthly trading volume just a just a quick little 45.2 eth in the month of february so that's $74,000 $75,000. Primary sales, 44 ETH. Secondary sales, 1.2 ETH. So, I mean, that's just a huge primary direct mint. Um, and, I mean, making $70,000 in open editions. Are you serious? In the month of February? I thought this was a bear market. But music NFTs are thriving. So, number five, we have Shilly. Shilly is another board ape that is using the IP of the board ape yacht community to kind of further a Web3 personified uh, career. So Shilly, a board ape that makes chaotic pop punk records, dropped a series of access passes in January, letting the community get involved in music releases. The most exclusive pass, the band pass, gives fans the opportunity to work on music with Shilly and even feature on tracks. The project was incubated by Warner Music's NFT imprint, probably a label. So there you go. Another little 
major label tie. You know, that Bored Ape Yacht community, they're, uh, they're tied in. I got news for you. And let's see, monthly trading volume, 82 ETH. That's $135,000. And none of that came from primary sales. All of that came from uh, secondary sales or, you know, as they say, market sales. That's pretty interesting. Number four, you have MyFi Studio with the NFTs, Wind Tunnels and Circles Are Bad. Wind Tunnels and Circles Are Bad are innovative NFT instruments that you can play and interact with in real time. They are fully coded onto the Ethereum blockchain itself, which is a significant departure from most music NFTs, in which music is typically stored on an external server while the NFT simply contains a link to the music. So we are starting to see a little bit of that technical progress and evolution of the music NFT itself, where it's not just being kind of stored into the cloud and it's just kind of utilizing you know, very kind of simple metadata that's actually being coded on-chain. So we are starting to see a more kind of fully embodied on-chain media, which is definitely the way that of the future. Monthly trading volume for My5 Studio is 94.48 ETH, or also known as $156,000. And this is in the month of February, people. I mean, a single month. Music NFTs are alive and well. Number three, we have Kids of the Apocalypse. Several years in the making, Kids of the Apocalypse, or KOTA, is an ambitious, immersive music NFT project built on the Solana blockchain. It features graphic novel characters, dystopian storylines, and a dark pop soundtrack from veteran Swedish producer Stefan Storm, previously of pop duo Sound of Arrows. KOTA is now the biggest music NFT project on Solana, a blockchain that offers faster speeds and cheaper transaction fees than Ethereum. Nice little shout out to Solana in this article here. So monthly trading volume for Kids of the Apocalypse is 10,748 soul. Of course, we're in a different cryptocurrency denomination here. We are now moved away from Ethereum for this project and moved to Sol, just for the casual listener. But that is equivalent to $243,000, and 150000 of which came from primary sales and 92000 of which came from secondary sales or trading uh, mark, you know, market sales. Pretty incredible. Number two, we have Violetta Zeroni with her massive success NFT project, Another Life. After a successful Genesis drop last year, singer-songwriter Violetta Zeroni returned in February with a new collection, Another Life, an EP encompassing five tracks and 5,500 unique profile picture illustrations. Holders get access to virtual shows, live concerts, and the ability to use the songs for their own projects. So kind of sharing and collaborating with that intellectual property is very cool. I like to see that. To celebrate the drop, Zeroni hosted a 14-hour Twitter Spaces marathon with her community. Shout out to Violetta. I may or may not have dropped in quietly in that Twitter space. Um, I also always am keeping my eyes on what Violetta's doing. Her along with Sammy Arriaga are two in my kind of mind that are kind of blue chip music NFT Web3 artists who are definitely pioneering what the real blueprint looks like to be a Web3 artist and how to kind of provide that that extra value to your community. Let's see, monthly trading volume for Another Life was 167 ETH. My goodness, we are back to, that's equivalent to $276,000. So for primary sales, that was 110 ETH of that was primary sales or also known as $182,000. And in terms of trading volume, secondary 
was 57 ETH or $94,000. And that dropped in February 17th. So we're talking about almost within 10 days alone, a quarter million dollars generated in monthly trading volume. So huge congratulations to Violetta. Um, I'm sure she's proud of that. That's a huge win for music NFTs. Last but not least, we've got the juiciest one for less. And this one kind of makes me laugh. So number one, who took the crown of top music NFT project for the month of February was none other than halftime performing superstar Rihanna. And my first takeaway when I looked at this, I said, Rihanna dropped a music NFT project and I didn't hear about it. And it's the number one, like, you know, top performing. Like, what am I doing? Living with my eyes closed? So here's the backstory. While Rihanna was making history at the Super Bowl, her music was making headlines in the NFT space. A portion of the streaming royalties in her track, Bitch Better Have My Money, were sold via NFTs on a Web3 platform, Another Block, netting $63,000 in sales and a further $469,000 in secondary trading volume. The hype was amplified as Rihanna opened her February 12th halftime set with the track sending global streaming figures 594% higher in the week ending in February 16th. The NFT drop was controversial, though. It was not officially endorsed by Rihanna. Instead, the royalties were unlocked through producer Deputy's share in the track, and it's unknown whether Rihanna was aware of it. So that part is great to me. I want to double click on that because this is something we were talking about, you know, in our, the truth about Blau in Royal episode, which apparently another block is doing something very similar to what Royal is doing, which is trying to monetize web two streaming royalties into web three on chain, you know, NFT, um, kind of like as an investment, kind of as a, way to earn money through the streaming royalties. And as you may or may not know, depending on your familiarity with the music industry, right? So like artists and the producers, everyone gets a little cut, you know, if they contributed to the song in terms of the royalties that they earn. So typically a major label artist will get up to 12%. And that's like being very generous. That's like the Beyonce's of the world, probably this, the Rihanna's of the world, probably you know, so they can get maybe, let's say, up to 12% of the mat. Oh, and we're talking out of 100% of the royalties, the artist gets about, let's say, 12%. The music producer might get up to, up to 6%, probably is what I would safely assume or guess, maybe 8%, but typically probably closer to like 3 or 4%. So I don't know the insides here. I'm just using kind of educated, arbitrary information of kind of what I know. And so let's say Deputy, who was the music producer for the song Bitch Better Have My Money, then kind of gives his rights. So let's say he owns 6% of the record. He can then, you know, give that percentage of the song royalties. I guess he did a deal with this uh, streaming platform called Another Blocks. And pretty crazy that the opening song of the Super Bowl halftime show was, in fact, Bitch Better Have My Money. So... Pretty insane that the primary sales of the NFT was six, which listen, that's nothing to be too humble about. I mean, $60,000 in a single month 
seems like a pretty solid situation in the music NFT game. But to see that it was so hyped once I'm sure everyone saw that that song was played. And of course, any song that gets played in the halftime show, this is like annual facts is like, you know, the streaming numbers just go crazy. Right. So I'm sure that song was just getting tons of streaming after that halftime show. And to see that the secondary trading volume generated up to $450,000, almost a half million dollars. It's pretty insane. And as the article goes on to say, the collection was later halted on OpenSea for, quote, promising fractional ownership and future profit based on that ownership, end quote. Something OpenSea doesn't allow, proving that NFT projects positioning themselves purely as investments are still at risk of regular scrutiny. So that is February's list of the top 10 Best performing music NFT projects. I kind of can't believe that Rihanna took the crown, taking it away, robbing it from who I think really earned it with such a fabulous NFT rollout, which was Violetta coming in at that solid number two with her NFT project. But I mean, listen, I mean, after that, how can you be bearish about music NFTs? I mean, there is money coming into the music NFT world. I mean, listen, as we started with this episode, Spotify is tapping in. You got Warner Music's tapping in with Bored Apes. Bored Apes is tapping in with Spotify. Spotify is tapping in with Warner. I mean, everyone's coming in and we got, you know, Sammy Yagas of the world. We got the Violettas of the world coming in at the top 10 list of music NFT projects. So you got kind of a healthy balance of institutional players, Web 2 to Web 3 converts, and you got your full-time Web 3 artist coming in play here. So to me, I'm seeing a pretty healthy mix of what I'd like to see. You're kind of seeing it come in from all angles here. Um, it's not like it's just this little niche, uh, like who's in this list? I mean, you got Rihanna, you got major label producers trying to finesse a little Web3 opportunity, and you got like the whole ensemble of, of players here. So I think this is a healthy sign for Web3 music overall. And I think that is a perfect place to leave this week's episode. So I think we might hopefully be able to try and do this every month. We'll do kind of in the beginning of the next month, we'll be able to kind of highlight the the top 10 projects. So for anyone listening, hopefully you get a chance to go check it out. Hopefully some of these names sound familiar to you because these are, these are the ones that are doing it in our space and, and leading the way and leading the charge. So shout out to every single person on this list. Uh, kudos to you. And we'll keep up to date with, you know, how this little pilot program that Spotify is doing rolls out as we continue to see what these wallet or token gated exclusive playlists look like and how that actually pans out. And if you want to keep up to date with the greatest music NFT podcast show, you know where to find us on Twitter at TGMNFT pod. Of course, you know that short for the greatest music NFT podcast show, your number one source for all things Web3 music and music NFTs. I am your friend Beaks Vibe. You can follow me on Twitter at Beaks Vibe. And you can also follow this podcast on YouTube, on TikTok, and anywhere that you can stream podcasts in this world, including Spotify. And hopefully one day we also are hiding behind a token-gated access so you can connect your wallet and hear this show. Because one day we might launch our own NFTs to uh, be part of that. So that would be great. And one can only dream. So that's it. Short and sweet. We'll see you next week. This is your friend Beaks Vibe. Peace. Peace.